Welcome, everybody, back to KickServeRadio.com, Tennis on Air with Andy Zoden. Very excited about my next guest. This is a gentleman that I crossed paths with at the USPTA Executive Conference out in Orlando at the National Tennis Campus. He is the General Manager of Community Tennis and Youth Tennis for the USTA. He is Craig Morris, and he is heading up a new initiative with USTA called Net Generation, which is effectively going to integrate all tennis providers for youth tennis and make sure that we are at a a heightened level of being able to communicate with one another. I want to turn it over to you, Craig, because I was fascinated with what you presented in Florida. Thanks for coming over from Tennis Australia and joining USTA, and it sounds like what you're bringing to our program is going to be extremely valuable. Hey, thanks, Andy. First, I uh, appreciate the chance to chat today. It's been a great initiation, obviously, moving from Tennis Australia to the USTA, and been in the role now for uh, just under 18 months and still have lots to learn just about, obviously, the industry here in the U.S. But what we're trying to do is is really keep it simple and, and make sure that we have our focus on our consumers, our parents, our kids, and, and make sure that the sport is really accessible to them, both finding information, but even more importantly, that we have a really strong messaging market and, and we position tennis in a way that we haven't positioned it before. So, you know, we're at the forefront of people's minds when they're talking about getting their kids in the sport. When you guys kind of put your game plan in place, Craig, obviously it seems like there are going to be uh, a multitude of priorities. Uh, we've been asked the question for the last several years, well, what's wrong with American tennis? What will net generation do to affect that? And also, from the grassroots perspective in marketing the game, what will be some of the changes that we might see there? I know that's a lot to unpack, so take it in whatever order you like. I think first and foremost is that we need to make sure that we are positioning tennis for the consumers. I often speak about I've got three young kids um, that are under 12 years of age. We moved, obviously, from Melbourne, Australia to Orlando and Florida and really wanted to try and find tennis. And we had a really horrendous experience in, in being able to locate what we needed in a short period of time and, and, and also to be able to understand that. So it really becomes obvious when you start to look at all the different websites we have, all the different messaging we have. You know, we all make sense of it if we're in the industry, but if you're a consumer out there and thinking about the sport, it, it was almost impossible to navigate and to be able to, one, understand, you know, what the offerings were, and then secondly, and importantly, be able to connect with them really quickly. So Net Generation is about what you said at the start, trying to make sure we get all the information in one location so then the consumers can find that. Now, that, that we don't have that in the U.S. right now, and, and that's something that our research showed us that consumers want, and they live their lives on their phone. So they want to be able to access the sport and understand it, you know, very quickly. The second point to that, though, also, Andy, is that you know we have a, a great product, and stuff, but our message is just not getting through to the people that needs to hear it because of the fact that we've had so many different little messages in market. We don't have one strong message in market. And from a marketing perspective, it's been difficult for them to be able to really market the sport and have a call to action to direct consumers somewhere to be able to connect with local programs. And that's a big piece of this. We want to make sure that we are connecting people that want to play tennis, who are currently playing tennis or, or have an interest in playing tennis, to all our uh, our listeners today into their programs in a really quick and easy way. So there is, there is a big piece of branding and, and marketing in this, Andy. But 
secondly to that, though, it's really clear to me that, you know, we've got to really support our providers, our, our certified coaches, our school teachers, our junior team tennis coordinators, our tournament directors. We're really positioning that generation to make sure that they are getting the tools they need, the support they need, the recognition they need to really be able to um, deliver uh, what's currently a great product or give them support to be able to even deliver a better product than what they're doing. Purely, mate, to be able to make sure that the consumer has a great time and keep coming back. One of the critical components, Craig, in in my opinion, uh, and I think mostly in the parents' <laughs> minds, is going to be the screening process and how intense it is. I went through uh, registration to make sure that my club and, and, and I were registered as youth tennis providers. And you don't just let anybody in the door. And I think parents need to realize that you guys are going to great lengths to protect their kids. Well, this, this is uh, going to be one of our big messages. Uh, part of uh, the Met Generation um, initiative is that every name that appears on the site will have to have gone through a background screen and obviously pass that screening uh, an education piece of it. So, you know, right now if a consumer wants to find a tennis provider, there's really no one place to be able to go to make sure that, you, you know, whatever you're finding, your kids' safety and the people that, that we're linking you up to to work with your kids have done their background uh, information. We've done our work and due diligence on these people to make sure that they're, um, you know, they're in good shape to work with our kids. So the USGA is funding all that. That's a free process. It is part of the registration process, Andy, that you would have gone through not only to register an account but then to do the screening. Um, and that's going to be a big message of ours across the consumers. You know, net generation is, is first and foremost want to keep your kids safe. Um, and we also obviously want to get your kids active, and we've obviously got a great product. But um, right now, as we start to roll this out, the safety message is going to be a really big one. Um, and we all know the, the risk that sport has, and and uh, we just want to make sure that we're positioning tennis in the way it should be positioned and have standards on the people that we want delivering the sport. Craig, as far as what we are teaching our kids uh, from a competitive tennis perspective, when you and I were growing up, and I'm, I think I'm a lot older than you, so maybe even more so when I was a kid, it was pretty much the United States and Australia. But now you've got uh, a lot of good things coming out of Spain and a lot of good things coming out of Serbia and a lot of good things coming out of South America. Is it safe to say that the USTA is now looking outside of its own borders to take the best of what's going on internationally and try to apply some of those things into our own coaching? I think we've got to, Andy, you know, the sport's evolving all the time and, and uh, obviously we've just seen that, you know, the completion of the French Open uh, this weekend and and uh, and we as a sport, not only in the way we position ourselves to our consumers, but also the way the sport and the information that the sport is passing through the providers and, and I mentioned before the standards we set for the people coaching tennis and, and also delivering tennis needs to be monitored and, and modified continually to make sure that we're at the cutting edge of, of where the sport's at. Now, when you get a bunch of people in a room, there's always conjecture about what's right or what's wrong. But uh, we're doing a lot of work to make sure that the information that's being passed through next generation to the providers is the best in the world. One of the things that was impressive to all of us that listened to you present at the USPTA conference, Craig, was the fact that this wasn't just coming from an administrative guy. This is coming from a guy with high-level playing and coaching experience. And correct me if I'm wrong, but were you with Samantha Stoser when she beat Serena Williams in the finals of the U.S. Open? 
I, I wish I was there on a the day that I coached Sam Stoza for uh, for three and a half years when she first went out on the tour uh, between 2001. I'm obviously a um, you know a tennis coach by trade. I'm a high performance qualified coach with with Tennis Australia and spent seven years coaching on the tour, both the ITF and also the WCA tour. So. A number of uh, number of experiences, and Sam obviously being the most high-profile player that I work with, and, and really proud. Obviously, you, you play a small part um, in their development as they work through, and, and she's obviously a great person, a great role model for the sport. So, feel very fortunate to have done that um, alongside a number of different other roles uh, within tennis. Well, your good mate Darren Cahill came up just a little bit short in the final of this Australian with Simona Hallett, but he's done a yeah. fabulous job with her. Talk about what parents and players might want to take away from what we just saw this past weekend with, you know, 10 times. hard to get your arms around the thought of 10-time French Open yeah. champion Rafael Nadal, but the guy that's been there so many times and done that so well for so long, and the endurance is just, actually, it boggles the mind. But then on the other side of it, you've got Elena Ostapenko winning her first major, the first person to win a major as their first professional win since Guga had done it. I believe it was the day Ostapenko was born. Well, a crazy synergy there, but talk about what the takeaway is from those two separate champions. You know, it's, it's really interesting, Andy. Uh, we'll start with Rafa. Well, we'll start with both of them, obviously. You know, the fundamentals of the game, you know, don't change. You know, I've been fortunate enough to, to work alongside some great coaches in Australia and, and alongside Craig Tyler, obviously, for a number of years at Tennis Australia and, and, and the foundations of swings and grips and, and, uh, and obviously the importance of movement are critical for a young player to be able to develop um, and, and develop them right and really create great habits you know, in, the, in the fundamentals and the foundations of those. But what's interesting about particularly Rafa for me um, and having worked in player development in Australia is that when you start to have a look at these players mm-hmm. who have longevity and success over a long period of time, the thing that I often used to call out back in Australia is they surround themselves with great people, Andy. They have a team of people around them that really make great decisions because if you're making great decisions off the court, you generally make great decisions on the court. And I, I've always been a strong believer that, you know, if you are holistically developed as an individual, as a tennis player, therefore, you know, you have good, you know, have a, a, a good background in all key aspects of your life, then that flows through on the court. Now, we've seen people come through that may hit, up, hit the top really quickly and, and have some really quick success, but then fall off very quickly, make poor decisions, have people around them that, that may not support them and support them as people. So for me, Rafa, you know, is a, and, and Roger, obviously, and, and Serena, you know, it really, um, really typifies to me that they have great people around them that, that are supporting them as people. They're making great decisions all the time, you know, and, and that for me is the longevity. And, and for, for Rafa, you know, to see his uncle, um, you know, present the, the replica trophy was, really signify that to me. You know, here is somebody who's got this person um, first and foremost uh, as a person and not as a tennis player. And then you see, obviously, the young girl come out, you know, and an unseated player and, and just into the top 50 and win it and, and have this, um, you know, no fear, aggressive, but obviously such a deep self-belief, you know, to get down a set and three love and points to go four love. She's got to really believe that, you know, that she belongs there and then ultimately, you know, she can win the title. So 
they're a twofold, you know, undeniable, you know, self-belief um, in a player and their ability. I think that's obviously essential. You can clearly tell that both of them work hard. They have great fundamentals in their strokes. And I think the key as a young person is just get yourself around great people. Sounds to me, Craig, like if what you're talking about self-belief, surrounding yourself with the right people, making good decisions. If those are some of the the pillar philosophies of net generation, then it sounds to me like U.S. tennis and beyond is in very good hands. And I, I will tell you that I was impressed with what I heard from you in Florida. And I know that you were, you were kind of like, well, I know some of you guys are going to be skeptical. I don't know why anybody should be skeptical of what you're doing. I really do hope that there is a lot of buy-in because it is time for what you guys are doing. And, and as a tennis coach who works with hundreds, if not thousands of kids out in the Intermountain Division myself, I'm extremely grateful for what you guys are doing. And I hope that we can continue to help you spread that word with KickServe Radio and uh, and maybe have you come out to Denver and visit us and talk a little bit more about it in front of our folks. Hi, Andy. I, I appreciate it. And look, all I can ask is, you know, we're, I've, uh, you know, I've joined the USGA to get more kids playing the sport, first and foremost. And and we're here to support people um, delivering tennis. You know, that's our role, and we want to make sure that we're supporting the coaches and the teachers, as I said, and, and the parents and volunteers, and give them the tools in any way we can for them to make sure kids have memorable experiences and keep coming back. So um, I'd love people, the listeners, to get on to netgeneration.com, have a look at it, register, it's free. Um, there's great value propositions um, associated, and, and really look out for it over the summer of tennis. It'll be a big promotion. Uh, around that to our consumers. But, hey, thanks for the support of Net Generation, Andy, and I look forward to talking uh, more often. Definitely our treat and our pleasure, Craig, and we will definitely do that. People try to put us to Talking about my generation Just because we get around Talking about my generation Things they do look awful Talking about my generation Hope I die before I get old Talking about my generation 